This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. Brought to you by Mosby Building Arts and Aqua Systems. With additional support from Seniors Home Care and the Missouri Athletic Club. And now, here's your host, Rich Orris. All right, good Saturday afternoon, and welcome to Right at Home with Rich. Like he said, I'm your host, Rich Orris, and wow, I got to say, 39 degrees, people. Get outside, open up the swimming pools after this past week. This is probably feels so good from the crazy, crazy weather that we've had. What a crazy week. Um, dangerous conditions. You know, Texas freezing over causing all sorts of problems that, you know, they're not ready for. My heart really goes out to all of them and what they had to go through. And, you know, if you have any issues with cold getting inside or freezing pipes, you can give me a call today and let's talk about a possible solution. 314-241-9797 or 866 866- four five five nine seven nine seven i'm here for you for the next hour and some of my topics today would include you know of course the question of the week keeping cold out freezing pipes had a ton of that you know i got a home maintenance checklist for everybody we can roll through some kitchen remodeling mistakes and how to avoid them and We can also look at some whole home design trends that are coming up here in 2021. And of course, as always, every week, no fail, my hack, find out today how to prevent frozen pipes from happening in the first place. So that will all be right at the middle of the show. You don't want to miss that. But again, my main topic today is you, the faithful listeners what's going on in your home cold air water stains frozen pipes cold areas of your home that you just don't go into this time of year well call in today ask any questions about your home right here right now only for the next hour the number you need to reach me is 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797 and i want to let everybody know too because it's coming this week now i've been talking about it for a couple weeks now but on february 24th at 11:30 a.m we have an upcoming uh, kitchen webinar 10 steps to a successful kitchen remodel so you can hear 
some of those things you want to avoid here. You can hear some things that you definitely want to do there. It'd be February 24th at 11.30 a.m. You can go to mosbybuildingarts.com forward slash seminars, see all the info, register to be on there. I know we got well over like 50 people, 50, 60 people going to be watching, checking this out. I actually went out and um, talked with a client this week about their kitchen, and she is registered to see that, hear that, and you know, see what's going on. So um, great services, great things that we love to educate and get that information out there for everybody. So, and, and, you know, speaking of running out and about, seeing what's going on, you know, all the questions this week and a lot of stuff that we've been hearing. Um, and of course I had, you know, rescheduling appointments because of you know, snow when it came in and, and horrible driving conditions. So got a lot of calls and questions from, you know, previous clients about, you know, frozen pipes, about areas getting cold. I had a drain that was, you know, freezing up. They were texting, asking, you know, what do we think we can do about some of this? Um, you know, so the big question, how can I stop air from coming in? Um, you know, and, and what to think about when all this stuff happens. So like I had, I had one, one, you know, previous client started calling me and was asking about, you know, a fireplace that, you know, they have a masonry fireplace and the, they have a clean out for the ashes at the bottom. And this is pretty common in some of these older, you know, full masonry wood burning fireplaces where there's a metal grate at the bottom there and you can, all have all the ashes and everything go down there and then outside there's a little door you can open and you can get those ashes out clean them out so you're not carrying this stuff you know through the house and everything but not many people really do that and use that anymore and, and she was getting a lot of cold air into the home from that area and so she started asking about closing that off because she, now she has you know gas log set in there and you know doesn't really have the ashes anyways and you know as we kind of talked more about it and thinking about it you know two things that could be going on is one just just the cold itself it could feel like a draft but if all that's metal and there's a space in there that's real cold it could just feel like it's drafting when really it's just cold air moving you know kind of from high to low or you know air going from from cold to hot, you know, and just, it just feels like it's moving or it's just making the, the temperature of the air actually move a little bit, but it's not necessarily a lot of infiltration. Um, and then the other thing to think about with air infiltration, you know, and how that happens, you know, we talked a couple weeks ago about, you know, negative air pressure in the home, when your home's working, when things are going on, you know, it can create negative air pressure where your house is trying to get air from somewhere. And so that's like a perfect spot in the bottom of that fireplace. If there's a place where air can get in around those grates and your home's trying to suck air from anywhere it can find it, it's literally pulling the cold air in. So not just blocking things like that to think about, but think about how the inside of the house is actually functioning and working. So your HVAC systems, you know, they're designed to 
to work. They have cold air returns, pulls air in, and then they have the supplies, blows air out. And when they design that system, building a house, they want it to balance. They want equal return to the air that's coming in. But what they really don't calculate for and how most houses end up kind of over you know, qualified in the air return category is that the air returns don't leak, but all the ductwork does. 20 to 30% of the air running through your ductwork does. So if you only have 70% of the air actually coming out of the vent into the room and you've got 100% effective cold air return pulling that air across the room, then it needs to get 30% more air from somewhere to make that move. And that's exactly how these leaks you know, happen and, and get occurred. So, but caulking, doing all the things to stop that is definitely the way to go to kind of stop it from getting the air in those places. But then maybe talking to your HVAC professionals and saying, hey, you know, how can I make this better? Well, make up, you know, return air for the house, conditioned air to bring into the house. You know, you can do that and that could help kind of slow these leaks down and everything. So got a lot of this and more to come for everybody. Don't worry about that. Want to hear about what happened to you this week? How's your house? What's going on in it? You know, maybe we can come up with some solutions to some of those cold areas or those freezing pipes for you if you've had that going on. So feel free to give me a call today. 314-241-9797. We're going to take our first break right now, and we'll have more of this and plenty to come when we return. All right, we are back on a roll here talking about the cold, everything that's happened. Um, you know, in this past week, it, it is so, it got so frigidly cold. I mean, calls were coming in by the abundance of you know, what do I do about my pipes freezing? How do I keep this warm? You know, things like that. And, you know, something that we really need to understand, and, and I've seen a lot of this over the years, and I know a lot of people, you know, they're, they're going to see things for the first time. Maybe it's the first, you know, winter in your home that it's gotten this cold in the past few years, and you've seen some stuff. I've heard stories about ice just growing out of the, the bathtub drain because it's actually placed on a cantilever floating off over the ground, you know, outside with not great insulation. But I know a lot of people are going to be, you know, calling, looking, how do I insulate it better? You know, talking to insulation peoples. And I, and I warn you a lot about, you know, just installing insulation and, and having, you know, insulation, applicators, installers, people that really don't necessarily understand the whole house as a system, how things work, work well. And I've seen it in the past. I've actually had a client years ago that, you know, their bathtub was always cold, but it never froze. It was just cold in the winter and it was on a cantilever. So they had an insulation company come out and they spray foamed inside of that area to try and make that whole thing warmer and they didn't do a, a super great job but they also what they did was they encapsulated that that drain line that p-trap a hundred percent inside of that insulation and what they didn't account for is you know cold air still coming in 
you know, around the wall where the wall meets the floor, you know, stuff up higher. And of course, there's a hole in the subfloor where, you know, the pipes come through. So now you've got this cold that still gets to that pipe from the top part of the pipe. And of course, it all freezes. And when it's encapsulated in that foam, I'm here to tell you, it's like a refrigerator. How, why is a refrigerator, you know, so so efficient well when you shut that door and you've got that foam around four sides and that's like a vacuum seal and nothing's getting in or out it can hold that temperature for a very long time so their drain froze even worse after they added the insulation then it, it never froze prior to adding the insulation and the part that they missed was you know creating a warm air space for that entire thing that entire drain system you don't want that foam completely surrounding that pipe you want it between the outside and the pipe and then you got to think about where else is the air coming from so get to somebody like mosby get to somebody you know ask the questions when you're talking to them and really see what you you know you kind of feel what they understand but get to somebody like that that can really talk about all the things and then understand that sometimes you can do everything you could do it the best way possible you know some of these homes are designed in a in just not the greatest way rooms over garages you know my garage when we went out there it was 23 degrees in that garage when it was like six degrees outside you know well below freezing so you know, a room over a garage, some of that's just the design of it can only be done so well. And even if you insulate it as best as you can and stop as much air infiltration as you can, you know, using foam insulation, things like that, you can still, insulation value will only hold back so much temperature. When it gets down and it's 10 below and you've got an insulation system that can only only hold about a, a 35 degree difference then you're below freezing so and, and a 35 40 degree difference is a good insulation system so you know think about that when your house you know is trying to stay warm why that furnace is running so much more because that wall system can only hold so much of a difference so you could do it as best you can and still if it gets cold enough temperatures down low enough you can literally the best system out there and still end up with issues you know from that so keep that in mind for sure that you know sometimes you've done it all and it's the best you can and you might still have that issue you know a little bit here and there when it gets that bad um so but you know so what can we do about a lot of this stuff and you know what should we be doing to our house to try and combat and battle and keep our house, you know, in the best shape possible that we can. So, you know, keeping up with your home's maintenance is key. It's very important. It can be overwhelming, but, you know, if you look at it in small tasks and you schedule them out and you think about it, it can help you get through it. And there's a lot of things that you can do you know yourself so you know when we look at maintenance what should you be doing and how often so if you look at like a weekly schedule there's a couple things that i would recommend doing every week 
And one of them is monitoring your moisture levels inside your house. Get a digital hygrometer, put one on each level, each floor, and have it there reading, ready to go, and, and just check those moisture levels, you know, once a week, walk by it, just keep an eye on it. If you start getting well over 50% humidity inside the home, you could really start having problems with bacteria and mold and things growing, you know, from that moisture. And we can look at how you change that. So look for signs of leaks every week, you know, just check underneath your sinks, walk around the house, look at your ceilings, see you know, if you catch a stain on a ceiling and you get to it quicker, it can, it's way less damage inside. You know, if you figure out what's going on outside or where that water is coming from and understand there is a lot of condensation that happens when it's four degrees with a wind chill of minus 10 or 15 condensation from air infiltration just happens. So some of these leaks may not be a roof leak. It may just be condensation and air infiltration going on. Um, so if you look at once a month, you know, you can definitely test all your alarms, your smoke detectors, your carbon monoxide detectors every single month. Um, check your water heater. You don't need to be a plumbing expert. Just walk up to it, listen to it, see if it, it sounds as it's running any crackling or popping, you know, see if there's leaks, water on the floor water on top of it or water stains around the pipes. You, you can physically see a lot of this stuff on your water heater. Um, and really an important one is cleaning your exhaust hood. Just keep that thing clean, especially if you cook with a lot of oils and everything. And with us and here at Mosby, a big thing we do all the time is let's get that exhaust to the outside of the house. Don't recirculate it back into the house. Push that unwanted air you know, outside, get the smells, the oils, all that stuff running outside and not affecting the inside of the home. Um, so every 30 to 90 days, change your furnace filters. Regularly change those air filters and furnace filters on all your HVA systems. You know, every 30 to 90 days um, is a really good idea to kind of keep up and keep things going. So I have, I have a few more of these for you. After the break, we'll do my hack as always. I'll finish up these maintenance tips, but I also would love to hear from you guys if you've got anything going on, any cold air, infiltration, or remodeling questions, give me a shout today, 314-241-9797. We're gonna take a quick break here and we'll get all of that that I just discussed when we return. It's now time for Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, here we go. Every week, halfway through the show, my Right at Home Hack, how to prevent frozen pipes. So you know what they say, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Mother Nature wins again this past week, and in the end, she will always win. All we can do is try to stay one step ahead with good maintenance and prevention to, you know, kind of prevent the destruction of our homes. So, you know, what happened down south this week was a real shame. I see all sorts of questions on social media asking, you know, what to do once their houses were freezing and their cars were freezing. So today I thought I would touch on how to prevent some of these frozen pipes 
from actually happening. So, and now that you've been in your home and you see the, the issues that you have and you've had it happen now, remember them, think about it, write them down because if it's going to happen again in the coming years, you know, the first thing you want to do is remember where they froze and shut off the areas and drain the water pipes that are actually likely to freeze if you haven't been able to do anything to try and prevent it with the construction of the home. So another part, another thing you really want to do, disconnect any hoses from the outside of your home, drain the hoses, storm in the garage, and make sure to close the indoor valves that supply those hose bibs. Um, you can insulate the area around vents and light fixtures. This can help prevent heat from escaping into your attic. Like I was talking about bringing that cold air in through the leaks, in through the rest of your home. So sealing up any cracks to stop the cold air from infiltrating. When it gets warm this spring, take a walk outside, find these things, pay careful attention to like utility service lines, where things come through the house into the, you know, from outside to in, seal all that up on the inside or the outside to stop that air. Um, if you have areas that it happens, you can open your cabinet doors to your sinks, under your sinks, and th that will allow warm air to just circulate in around the pipes and can just help keep them from freezing. Um, keep your garage doors closed as much as possible to protect all the water lines. Um, allow your faucets in the areas that this might happen to slowly drip. You can leave it just on a slow drip overnight. Hot and cold would be great. Um, keep your thermostat. It's going to cost a little more, not very energy efficient, but keep your thermostat set at the same temperature overnight as you do during the day. That will help with those overnight lows. Never let your house get below 55 degrees. Um, Ensure that you have some good seals on your doors and windows and in areas in the basement, crawl spaces, things like that, where you've had these concerns, you can place a 60 watt light bulb and keep it on and that will create some warmth in those areas. But make sure you keep it away from insulation and anything, you know, any combustible materials keep away from that light bulb. And for drain lines in those areas, you can add a little antifreeze into your sink drains and the P-traps into your toilets. Um, and that will keep these drain lines because these drains, the P-traps in these drains can freeze. And you get in the tub and start filling it or you get, you know, in the shower and start running it and it's not draining because you've got frozen water down there. So if you need any more of this information, if you want to hear this hack again, you can go back on my social media pages every week and find all of my hacks. Just go to Rich Oris Mosby on Facebook or at Rich Oris on Twitter. Find every hack every week later in the week. So I'm going to keep going here. Say goodbye to Facebook Live and uh, kind of get back to some of this maintenance list we were rolling through. Um, for everybody there. Um, and I want to remind you, if you have any thoughts or ideas, or if you have something that, that, that maybe I haven't mentioned, but it's on your maintenance list and you feel it's important, it probably is, feel free to call in. Let's have a conversation about it. Let me know some of the things that you do that you kind of keep your eye on and we can add that to our list. I think it would be totally awesome. The number you need, 314-241-9797. Um, so I believe we were at every three months. Um, so on our maintenance list, 
you know, now we're to the point where what should you be doing every 90 days, every three months? So testing your GFI outlets. It's a real quick, easy test, but make sure that they're going to run correctly and they'll protect you from any potential shot because they do wear out. They do go bad. Um, and, and so checking those are a great thing to do. Every three months, check your gutters. Um, you really want your gutters properly working. It can minimize so much, you know, intrusion of water into your home, around your home, around your foundation, you know, walk around, see if they, if they seem like they're overflowing during a rainstorm, if it's not easy for you to actually get up there and check them out yourself or hire somebody to come by and keep them clean for you if you don't have some kind of protection. So, uh, and then just kind of while you do that gutter thing every three months, just check the outside of your house. We talk, I talk about this all the time. Take a look around. It's kind of like that water heater we mentioned before. You don't have to be a home expert to see that there's possibly some shingles missing or a piece of siding blew off. But if you don't do the walkabout, if there's a side of your house, you just never see, you just really might not know until disaster or a lot of water gets in or a lot of problems are happening. So check your roof, check your siding, windows, doors, just look for signs of issue. Look for caulk that's cracked. Look for, you know, the, your windows, look for the panes in between, you know, the, the glass fogging up in between the panes, just walk around and check this stuff out. You never know what you will find. Um, and then you can, if it's something you can't handle, you can get to the experts, have them come out and check that out for you. So, um, on a little longer list, every couple years, you know, have your plumbing checked by a professional every couple years, just Look for hidden leaks. He can examine the pipes. Make sure there's not little water stains happening that you haven't seen yet. You know, especially if you have, you know, cast iron drain lines, there's signs that, that those drain lines and those stacks in the basement that they're going bad and they're thinning from the inside out. So they can look and explain all that stuff. And if there's something you can do to prevent you know, um, it's just a great thing. Or if you go to remodel your bathroom, you know, have all that looked at really, really closely, you know, um, by all of it. And if the person looking at your bathroom isn't asking about all that, isn't going down to see what's going on, um, you know, you might want to consider, are they really going to do the right thing for me? Or am I going to remodel my bathroom and have bad plumbing behind the walls because they didn't know or say anything? You know, there's some real importance in, in all of that. So every couple of years, just have that inspection done. Um, and then when you need, you know, swap out older windows. Um, just get rid of those old drafty, you know, damaged windows. It's letting so much air and stuff in. Um, and, and maybe you have some that don't work. So just, you know, replacing doors, windows, things like that is a huge maintenance item. You don't have to do that, obviously, every couple of years, but, you know, getting to that and doing it when you need. And, and what I would, you know, recommend is take a list like this, you know, put it on a calendar. Um, you can even just buy an extra year calendar and, and write down what you should be doing you know, once a week, every three months and look through it or, you know, on your iPad, in your electronic calendar, you know, space that stuff out, put it in there, set some reminders because this isn't easy to remember and 
but it is easy to do when when you you know get to it and you have the time and you see it pop up and you think about it a lot of this is really really simple to do and to get through and and you know get done for you so keep your eye on the ball keep your home healthy and you know working for you um so i also really wanted to touch on today because again we've got that kitchen um webinar coming up you know on the 24th at 11:30. they're going to talk about you know kitchen things you should do and kitchen habits and stuff like that so i've, I've got some common remodeling mistakes that you might want to avoid when when remodeling or looking at remodeling your kitchen um, and you know the first big thing and i see it a lot is don't be impatient take the time make the plan work the plan and, and let let everything get figured out you don't want to rush into something you know and and let a moment of spontaneity just kind of make something you regret that you did over time, you know, later on and correcting mistakes costs much more the, the second time redoing things and everything than the first time. So don't let impatience get in the way, take the time, go through it and, and you know, just make sure you got it right. Um, another thing is you, you might need to do the bare minimum. You know, a lot of people are really trying to do too much, they're trying to go a little bit over the top. And, and if you haven't done all your homework, like we were just talking about, you know, and if you just do the bare minimum, maybe your, your layout isn't great for you. So um, if you just do new countertops and, and maybe you paint your cabinets, it's like a temporary relief, but two, three years later, you're still like, oh, wow. You know, I've still got all these weird things going on that I just wish I could have rearranged this a little better. So, you know, look into the whole thing. Don't just jump right into the bare minimums just to update. Make sure there's not something that you could do with a designer and stuff like that to, to really make the kitchen that much better for you. And then you could find out what it is and make that educated decision on it. So, I got to jump into our last break here. I do want to let everybody know we've got some time in the last segment. If you got a question, feel free to give me a call 314-241-9797. And I will wrap up all of these mistakes that you want to avoid in your kitchens when we come, come back in just a minute. Back final segment. We're here for you. Um, and, you know, I did want to remind everybody before I got back into, you know, those those kitchen disaster things that you want to avoid, you know, really, if you hear anything today that interests you, if you're thinking about doing anything to your home or if you've had some issues that you're like, you know, maybe there really is some things we could do. You know, here at Mosby, this is what we do. We look at all this stuff, not just design build not just remodeling kitchens bathrooms we do exterior work roof siding windows doors our employees are putting in those windows doors siding all that stuff so it's a different level of experience but if you want to learn more about any of this how we do it why we do it you know we'll come out we'll look at your home we'll talk to you about how we could help you just just really you know be be a valued friend help out, 
give you some options, let you make good educated decisions. And we can do this because we train our people. We put them in the right places where they'll shine, where they'll work out good. You know, so, you know, a lot of us, you know, we're five star certified in roofing, siding, moisture, where we have energy star certifications. Um, I've been trained by the Building Performance Institute. All this stuff about energy auditing and how to understand how the house really works. You know, it's about odds and getting it right as much as possible. So the the more you know, the more you can think about it. it we're all human. Catching 100% is definitely difficult, but getting multiple minds on it and really working it through, we can really help you out. We'd love to do it. We'll come out. We'll check these things out for you. You can call our office at 314 314- 909-1800. You can go online at callmosby.com and you can just check us out. You can set appointments online. You know, if you, if you work nights and stuff, you can do this in the middle of the night and, and get it set up, get it ready to go. We'll check it out. We will absolutely do everything that we can to help you out and get you through the issues and some of the, the things that you have or get your remodeling completely taken care of. And, and speaking of, you know, like kitchens and, you know, I was going through the list of some remodeling mistakes that you want to avoid, why they happen when you're remodeling your kitchen. And, you know, one I see all the time, this is really where we shine at Mosby too at helping people is, you know, the DIYers wanting to do a lot themselves and biting off more than they can true. So, you know, it's great if you can do it yourself. It's a great idea. It can save you a ton of money, but you really need to think about, you know, if you're a remodeling professional or a quick learner, you know, and you don't have a full-time job, maybe this works really well for you. But if those don't apply, you might want to look at, you know, finding somebody that can really do it so that you don't get caught up in more work than you can handle. And then it's taking too long and you're having issues and, you know, your kitchen's been out of service for, for way too long. So that's definitely a huge one that we talk to people about all the time. The difference between service quickness, getting it done high quality, and then trying to do it yourself. And can you get through it? And can you really do all of it? And what parts and pieces? It's a big deal for sure. Um, you know, what, and here's a, here's another mistake people made. And I, I can honestly say this is probably the one that I would personally make the most. You get kind of the, the bigger is better and things like that you know, kind of stuck in your head, but, you know, so we call it the top chef fantasies. So if, if you're redoing your kitchen, you know, professional grade appliances range, seldom is that going to make you not eat out or not be, you know, a junkie to all of a sudden you're like this gourmet cook. It, it, it just, it, you got to really want to do it. And so think about what you're purchasing and how much you're spending. You know, you can spend upwards of six to $12,000 on a cooktop, but is it really going to make you the cook that you're not? Um, if that's just not what you do or it's not your passion and you really don't do a lot of it. So 
finding things that fit your need and putting money where it matters is so important. So don't just overbuy on appliances um, and don't get distracted by shiny objects. That's another one that, you know, glass in the cabinets, all these different things that look so great. Really, you know, think about that and understand how you use your kitchen. What do you really need to store? You put too much of these things in your kitchen and all of a sudden you have more space for showing things and everybody seeing in your cabinets and all these neat things around. But then you've kind of taken out some of the functionality of I need to actually store things in here. And they're probably things I don't want people seeing. So, you know, don't get too much caught up into the bling and all of that stuff and, and, and get yourself in a spot where you're wishing later, you know, maybe you had a regular door cause that vase is awesome, but you really don't have a place to store something that you use regularly. Um, so I'm getting out of time here. We're getting right to the end, but I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to, uh, put my heart out there again to everybody this week down South Texas, all those places that, that had all these issues and everything, you know, protect yourself, protect your home, stay, stay warm, do these maintenance items, focus on them and make sure that your home is ready for things like this before they happen instead of and, and imagine being down there and it's like no plows, no, they're just not, set up no salt they're not set up for any of this stuff so none of them prepare their home for winter like that so think about it if you're in this area all the time and keep prepared be good and i will talk to everybody next week have a good week this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.